Seekers, welcome to that one time I was abducted by aliens. My name's Bree. My name's Jamie, and we're two sides of the coin. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And Jamie, what are we talking about today? Tonight, we are talking about different personality types when it comes to people who are a little bit more inclined to the universe. Oh, that's a good one. The children of the universe. The, the children of the universe. Yes, this is my favorite topic. This is. Um, my life. This is definitely going to be a Brie episode, not a not a Jamie episode. But Jamie's always going to be there. But I'm going to be here, yeah. <laughs> but she definitely knows a lot more than I do, and so this is definitely going to be a, a Brie-centric episode for you, a lot more on the spiritual side of things. Brie, Brie, Brie. Brie, Brie, Brie. Yeah, so Brie we're... Brie Pockets. Brie Pockets. Yes. That's a good one. Right? Yeah, so we're going to talk about um, rainbow children, Christian. I almost said Christians. Oh my god, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about rainbow children, crystal children, we're gonna talk about indigos, star seeds, light workers, and all the things that kind of encompass those definitions and those groupings of different things. Yeah, so you might have heard these terms, and if not, this is an introduction for you. This is a new age term, most definitely. And um This is more of the spiritual side of the E.T. world, the mystical, unseen realm, I guess you could say. Like in layman's terms, it's like unicorns. Hmm. Human unicorns. Human unicorns, absolutely. I like that. That's a good one. So, you know, let's start off by kind of saying that um, when we're talking about these different groupings of peoples and these categories that people put them in, you don't have to be just one. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to try to force yourself mm-hmm. into a label. Correct. This yeah. is just, we're going to go over, you know, the typical personality traits, some of the things they're into, and we're going to talk about a little bit of the history of them. And if you if you feel really inclined to one, we highly suggest going and researching it more to find out a little bit more about yourself. What I think is important about these kind of labels that they put on people is it really helps people hone in what their life purpose is. Yeah, that's a good example. Because... Yeah. Um, You know, there are just different energies that are happening on the earth. And, you know, it started a while ago, but it just keeps to be, like, increasing. So a lot of people are more like us, more like these labels. But, yeah, I think we're just trying to say that they are just a label. Um, A lot of these can intertwine, mix over, you know, cross over, have a lot of the same um, tendencies and traits. And, um, yeah, you can be a little bit of everything. Why don't we start off with crystal children? Crystal children we're going to only touch on kind of a little bit, not go too extensively into. So something like the the traits of crystal children are um, if you are wise beyond your years, Mm -hmm. especially coming from like if you're a parent and you have a child and you just look at that kid and you would describe them as being like an old soul. 
That's definitely a big trait of crystal children. Crystal children are also highly sensitive. I mean, so sensitive. Um, Crystal children are also very nonverbal and would at most times be kind of described as like telepathic. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And crystal children definitely really connect to like nature and animals. And I think... One big theme we'll talk about throughout this entire thing is um, kind of all those things I described is also something you would describe maybe like an autistic child. Yeah, they're commonly misdiagnosed for having some sort of special needs just because, again, how you said they don't really communicate that much verbally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're into nature almost like they are in their own world or that's how outsiders see them. As being in their own world. Yeah, so like crystal children, and we'll get into rainbow children in a little bit, but those two, they're definitely constantly diagnosed, maybe sometimes misdiagnosed, but diagnosed as being a little bit more autistic. Yeah. Which is a little interesting. There's definitely going to be a theme tonight of the parallels of these kind of labels and mental illnesses that are kind of associated with them, or Mm -hmm. so-called to be associated with them. But they're just gentle, um, genuine, soft type of children are being, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. They're definitely, they're very quiet, a lot more calculated than you would ever imagine. Like, you couldn't look at a crystal child in their face and know what they're thinking. It's not somebody who puts all their emotions out there for people to know. Right. Um, And then we have, like, rainbow children. Rainbow children are a little bit more of... A new term, I would say. So rainbow children are kind of described as kids who are being born in like the early 2000s to the late 2000s. And there's not a lot of them. There's like very few currently incarnated on Earth. Yeah, some say that this could actually be their first incarnation on Earth. Yeah, so one of the the, the traits of rainbow children is that they've never been incarnated before. That they're, they're, they're not a being that has any kind of karma or anything like that. They're like this brand new soul that's being placed on. And it's the beginning of their soul cycle, I would say. Hmm. Um Usually, uh, rainbow children are um, children of crystal adults. Yeah. Um, they're that second generation. That second generation, yeah. Um, they're, they're naturally, like, very fearless because I think that they're so new that they don't know. Their souls are so new they don't have any experiences. Although, I just feel like they're at a spiritual high. I agree with that, yeah. Like, they're living more of a divine... I should say they live more with their divinity um, mixed in with their being equally. Yeah. So opposed to we're very 3D earthly and then we like reach in that kind of higher perspective. It's like they're already there. Mm -hmm. They already they're thinking from that type of spiritual perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that statement. Um, they're definitely, and like we said, there's very few around. It's a very, I think, maybe new phenomenon in our world. I think that mm-hmm. when you think about things on kind of a grander scale and you think about reincarnation and karma and stuff like that, you think that we've all been around for a really long time. And this is our, who knows how many times we've been here. But when it comes to rainbow children, I mean, it's brand new. So what is it that's going on in the universe that these brand new souls are kind of being brought in? Well, it's interesting, though, because they are being brought up, brought in pretty fresh, but with them having, like, such a high spiritual connection, it's interesting to me. It's almost like um, 
not bringing someone that might have a lower perspective. So then why are they new starting off with a high perspective? Yeah, absolutely. It definitely has to be some sort of agenda maybe at play. Are you saying what's going on in the universe? Yeah, I just think that it's an interesting time, you know, even calling back to like, you know, our last episode that we did, the disclosure. It's like a definitely a different kind of era that's going on. And it's interesting that when we're having this kind of blanket disclosure that's going on in our in our world that something like rainbow children are being born these new souls that are coming out these people who have never experienced any of the the tragedies of our you know forefathers and our the things have come you know people say you know uh, history repeats itself well history can't repeat itself with rainbow children because they don't have a history Hmm. so it seems to be definitely kind of a new i don't know it's complicating it's very complicating but i think definitely rainbow children bring a new perspective to what's going on in the world yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens when they grow up you could already be a grown-up rainbow child child mm-hmm. okay so what about indigos because this is jamie in a nutshell yeah so definitely i'm an indigo well why don't we start with so indigo is a a term that was kind of coined by somebody named Nancy Ann Tape in the 70s. Um, she was a parapsychologist, I believe is the proper term for what she was. And um, kind of in the simple terms, she was somebody who saw people's auras. Uh, and she was a spiritual worker. And she noticed in the 70s that all of a sudden, all of these children were being born with these really indigo-colored auras. Mm-hmm. And it was not anything she had seen before. She ended up writing a book about it. Um, and it didn't really catch on right away. It really wasn't until um, Jan um, and Lee Carroll, uh, they were a husband and wife. And they were, um, I want to say Lee Carroll was like a self, self-help kind of guru. Mm-hmm. And he they really latched on to this um, idea and this concept and really took it a step further. And really developed what it is to mean to be an indigo um indigo kind of traits that some of these some of they have is a they're um very curious mm-hmm. so um they're people who are constantly wanting to learn constantly trying to shove knowledge into like this giant gaping hole and no matter how much knowledge they put in it's just not enough um they're very strong-willed incredibly strong-willed definitely perceived as being very strange or weird um especially by like family members and stuff like that like family members can't really kind they just kind of like look at them a little sideways like you're a little bit of a strange one um they possess a very clear sense of self-definition and purpose that's a big one about them this word's going to come up a lot when you look up indigos very entitled very (laughs) entitled um they usually have very high iqs they're incredibly intuitive and they definitely go away from the norm like what is considered stereotypical they go against the status quo there you go that's what i'm saying they definitely go against the status quo they're definitely constantly questioning everything in the world and indigo is the kind of person where you can tell them hey will you go mow the lawn and they won't say yes or no they'll say why yeah explain to me why i should do that they have a very hard time with authority figures yeah Um, exactly definitely authority figures i think of them as like being an earthquake 
Yes, definitely. <laughs> they're very strong-willed. Um, they're always different than what everyone else says. If everyone else is calm, the indigo is the one, like, not calm, kind of like, what's going on? Let's talk about it. Let's, like, poking at it. Definitely, like, kind of like pot stirrers, oh, but yeah. not in a bad way. Yeah. They're not doing it in a malicious sense. They're doing it because they just... They want to understand everything on a broader spectrum. Yeah. I just think of indigos as being the ones that came here to shake everything up. And what I was telling Jamie earlier is I think of them as like smashing through concrete. That We have this painted vision of what everything should be. And indigos came in here and they're like, no, 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 no. Like this doesn't work. And they just shatter it. And they... Yeah, they definitely tear it down incredibly aggressively. And they're like, we need to get to the bottom of this and we need some sort of an answer. They're just rebellious. And then I just feel like they're also, um, if there was to be an element that indigos are, it would be fire. Very, very passionate, um, aggressive passion, not in a negative way again, but just very strong. They're a warrior spirit. They're just like, bam, here I am. We got shit to do and let's exactly. do it. Exactly, and let's yeah. do it. Yeah, definitely. So, like, some indigos have a little bit of spirituality in them, but I feel like the indigos are really with age they settle a little bit into mm-hmm. more like into the spirit realms mm-hmm. but they're definitely here to shake things up absolutely number one i i feel like but very creative oh, um, highly creative yeah, yeah definitely yeah so just creative different thinking outside of the box um will not conform oh yeah that's they will not conform yeah whatsoever that's one of their biggest traits they have is they're not gonna They're not going to take you at your word and be like, yeah, sure, I'll do it that way. They're going to find their own way to do it with their own reasonings. Yeah, they're not necessarily just going to listen to you and go with what people say is right. They usually don't feel like whatever it is is not how it should be, and so they're going to make their own way. So they're definitely there to shake shit up and make a new path. Absolutely. Which leads us to our next label light uh, workers which is what Brie is I definitely would um I resonate with a light worker and a star seed at the same time well let's we'll start just with light workers because star seeds is what we'll hit a lot so like um the biggest thing about light workers I would say is like their biggest purpose um is to kind of wake up people and connect them to their divine spirit yeah um it's in plain simple light work so you if you're a light worker you came here to carry light energy it's to like jamie said to awaken other people to that nature um they're usually very guided to healing work absolutely they 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 feel really like they need to help people they're very connected to their guides they're 100 percent committed to personal growth yeah that's Um, like a big thing you just want to you just want to evolve your consciousness to like the highest it can be and always for the greater good that's kind of like you know you have a purpose you don't necessarily know what it is as far as what you're going to do but you know that your purpose here is to be a holder for light spread light and try to also transmute negative energy at the same time which is why most 
lightworkers are going to be very empathetic. Very empathetic. You're going to most likely be an intuitive empath or a clairsentient. Um, and so sometimes that means taking on other people's negative energy, whether you like it or not. But as you get older and stronger at this, you'll know that your job then is to transmute it into something positive or to shift that energy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think lightworkers really, they, they believe beyond what they can see in kind of all situations. Like it's absolutely definitely a huge trait that they have is they're always constantly thinking bigger picture on a spiritual realm. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's like your soul contract is just to bring light, to do spirit work, to bring that more to a grounded perspective so that it's for the everyday person. So when we mentioned about indigos kind of being the ones to shake shit up and kind of crumble it apart because they don't like the picture that we have, I think of light workers being the one to then come in after. That's like on cleanup duty. Yeah, it's absolutely. like they're there to smooth things out, you know, bring peace, level it back. So they definitely work hand in hand. They're just coming at it from different perspectives. Yeah, and kind of like in mine and Bree's sense. So like just, you know, personality-wise, I'm incredibly like outgoing and loud and aggressive and masculine and I want to get my point across and Bree's a lot more gentler and more feminine. Yeah, feminine and ask questions in a different way. And I think it's it works hand in hand because I I'm kinda like the Kool-Aid man who jumps through the (laughs) the walls and it's like Kool-Aid. Yeah. And then Brie comes back in with, like, a dustpan, like, it's it's okay, I'll clean it up, guys. Yeah, clean up. Uh, Kool-Aid for everybody. Don't worry. Yeah, no one's worry. left out. Yeah. <laughs> so we definitely, I think that's kind of why our personalities work so well together, too. Yeah. Is because we're definitely constantly kind of lifting each other up in very different ways. Brie's constantly trying to bring me down, and I'm constantly trying to bring her up. I don't, I would not say that. What do you mean? You mean calm you down as far as like if I think yeah. you're being aggressive? Yeah, like like you're tra- oh. you're constantly trying to bring like my like Jamie, you're loud. Like take it down a notch, and I'm constantly like Bree, take it up ten notches. Yeah, and somewhere in between when we're I'm together, like, you're aggressive. Yeah, we hit like a really good balance. Like we really balance each yeah. other out in between. But we have the same um, objective, absolutely, really, which is just to expose truth. And we both do not. I think we both don't follow the status quo. We both are like all these earthly things that everyone's like obsessed and that they want to accomplish and get done and that they think matters. Yeah, it makes no we, sense to us. It makes yeah. absolutely no sense to us. Like the whole, I, our biggest thing is, especially me and Brie, like the whole concept of like having a certain job and buying a nice car and a house and having children and like a dog and a picket fence sounds like horrible. Horrible. Sounds like torture. It's, honestly, it sounds like our personal <laughs> hell is what it is. And it's true. Yeah. But it's, we just, we think of things on such a different, different, a grander scale when it comes to that. Like, again, I don't think, yeah. I don't think like in, in the universe sense that any of that matters in any way, shape or form. So when I see people who are so obsessed with that, I'm just like, I don't like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, are you going to take that umbrella to space with you? I doubt it. No, you're going to take your soul with you. So why don't you work on that? Beautifully said. Why don't you work on that? Which could also take us into our next one, starseeds, because starseeds don't, starseeds don't get this world either. So your typical starseed is someone that is going to be very obsessed with space, Mm -hmm. ETs, kind of like if you ever found yourself when you were young, just staring at the stars and feeling like, 
I belong up there or why can't I just go to that planet? Like you feel like you should be able to. You might feel limited to your body. Um, yeah, star seeds definitely feel kind of like very out of place here. Homesick. Like very I want to go back home. Yeah. Like this is not my planet. I don't understand what these people are. What what do they really care about? That makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Definitely have ET guides. Um, contact in dream time is huge for star seeds. Um, yeah, I think a lot of star seeds, especially like starting in childhood, have a lot of like paranormal experiences and I don't necessarily mean like paranormal in the sense of like ghosts Ghosts, but I mean like things you can't explain whether it be sightings of UFOs or bumps in the night that you hear you're just tuned into a very different frequency than everyone else starting at a very young age yeah starseeds definitely tend to um to be able to astral travel, um, have usually a lot of cases of sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. um, maybe electrical things go wrong, or they just, they're just completely different. But some star seeds know where they come from, which is also really weird. You can't just tell people, like, I'm pretty sure that I'm from another planet. They're just like, what are you talking about? But it's this feeling like you know that you are. Yeah, I have a very weird instance where I have this strange connection to Orion yeah. and Orion's belt. And, like, when all is right in the universe and I look up at the sky, the first thing I see is Orion's belt every goddamn time. It's even tattooed on my body at this point. And when I know when things are off and I look up at the sky and I don't see it, I'm like, ooh, something's off. I don't see home. Yeah, so synchronicity is a really, really big thing usually that happens in your typical starseed awakening or your lightworker awakening. Um, Actually, synchronicity could go with any of these types of um, people, but Mm -hmm. definitely uh, if you have seen number sequences, um, it usually starts with 11-11, and then it kind of goes on between like one 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 two 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 three 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 four 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 five 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 and so on, and so sometimes you see it and it seems like it's totally normal, but then it's every single day, it's every single instance, it's you never missing it on the clock. That's like the probably the biggest first thing that happens with synchronicity, and then it can turn into all these other things. So like with Jamie, her seeing Orion, that's like a big synchronistic moment. It's someone could say, "Oh, so what?" You look up and you see the same constellation, but it's like no, it's in all these different instances when mm-hmm. maybe you even shouldn't be. It's the fact that it's made known to you mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. It, there's this language that happens. There's this language between us and the universe, and it speaks in many ways, mm-hmm. obviously mathematically, but it's, it, those numbers are just a huge, it, it's just a huge outlet to communicate, but it also, it's with symbolism. And oh, symbolism is huge. So, like, uh, kind of a way we can put it into perspective kind of for other people is think about it in a sense of, say you have a grandma who passed away, and your grandma's favorite thing in the whole wide world was butterflies, mm-hmm. and you get these moments where all of a sudden you see these butterflies and you feel the presence of your passed away mm-hmm. grandma. That is a sort of synchronicity from the universe giving Absolutely. something to you. And then that could just happen all the time. And, and people might think you're crazy. Like, I know some people who it's like pennies or dimes. You know, their their loved ones were like, you know, when I'm gone, I'm going to put pennies everywhere. And all of a sudden, they see pennies all the time. And they know in their gut that that's what that is. The universe yeah. talks in such different ways to everyone. Yeah, and so definitely synchronicity is when it's like the same thing that's happening, but it's over and over and over again. And exactly what you were saying, it's like you can tell someone and they think, 
so what? It's yeah, just a number. Everywhere. Or yeah, there's just there's butterflies. There's always pennies on the ground. But it's it's when it gives you a certain feeling and it's enough for you to notice. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't get it. Like right now it's 12-12. So like for me, I will never, ever, ever. I can't even explain enough. It's not by chance. I will never not see these numbers. I think every single day I happen to glance and I'll see that 222 or that 333 and it will happen throughout the day. And you can tell that to someone that might think, well, you know, that's just by chance. And then it's like, you just know, "Mm, no, it's not. It's a communication. It's like either you're doing the right thing or you're on the right path or maybe just the universe kind of like poking you on the shoulder. Like, don't worry, I'm here. Yeah, Or hey, hey, remember, remember I'm up here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like, you're doing fine. It's just, it's like a, that's the best way I could actually describe it as being like a pat on the shoulder from the universe. Like, hey, you're not alone. Yeah, and I think me and Brie both have instances where, like, the universe tells us to do something, and we're at a point where we do it without asking. Yeah. So, like, some, like give in, and it's just, like, divine. Yeah, something, like, so small and so weird. Like, so, like, I'll be driving, and I drive a certain way to work every day. And for some reason, I'll get this weird inkling to turn on a street I would never tr- turn on for some reason. Yeah. And at this point in my life, I don't question it. I just do it. Because I don't know why. Maybe the universe is telling me to go a different way because if I go that way, I'm going to get a flat tire or... You, you never know You never know. But if when something comes across my mind, I don't think twice about it. I just do it. I'm like, all right, if that's what you want, this is what we'll do. Yeah. And so, uh, so star seeds are definitely, I personally kind of feel like star seeds and light workers can be the same thing, except maybe a light worker isn't always turned on to the ET side. Yeah, I was gonna say light workers, I feel, are, are very spiritual beings, which is but definitely something you are. are really spiritual too, no, 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 which I was seed, gonna yeah, bring up. But star seeds are very spiritual too, but I think that the kind of the difference between light workers and star seeds is like star seeds are definitely more, there's aliens. Whereas light workers are like, there's something out there. I don't know what it is. And maybe they'll come to that conclusion that it's something like that. Mm. But that's maybe like, I think the biggest thing between them, between them. Maybe. But a lot of like for a lot of star seeds that the ETs that are out there, they're like, that's family. They're there and they're always guiding you. Lots mm-hmm. of people have guides that are ET. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's a really good example about how there can be two different things, but you can be more than one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Because like for me, I resonate with both of those so strongly. So Super it's like, strongly. that's just it is what it is. And so, you know, in a, a human perspective, we like to categorize things and give things names and labels. But really, I think what we're trying to say is we don't want to cause more of a divide and a segregation as far as, you know, who you are. But the point is that they are these beings, souls, energies that are coming to this planet at a certain time, most definitely. And I think it's here to kind of rise up other people to change the way that things are. And that's why once we start to kind of separate these things, you kind of can see the purpose in each of them. Yeah, I was going to say the big thing I think is important when we're talking about these kind of like um, labels that we're putting on and these categories and these groups is like not necessarily to separate you guys, but so that you can understand yourself and understand your purpose a little bit more. Yeah, and that's the hard thing for every one of these labels. I think across the board, they all know that there's a purpose. It's like you know that you're here to accomplish something or that something's about to happen. That's another thing I should put in is like you might feel like 
something's an urgency, like something's going to happen. Something needs to happen. It's going to happen now. And it's almost like you feel like you're going to miss the train. It's like this importance. You have this purpose, you have this mission and you might not know what it is. And that's like so common. I think for all of us. And I think that especially goes for you too. So like, think about it, you know, you're considered a light worker and think about, you know, the beginning of your life. And before you knew you were a light worker, the struggles you went through trying to figure out who you are as a person. We can go we can go into hours and hours on the things Brie has done to try to figure out and put herself in like a certain box. And it's like impossible. That's another thing is you might you might like try this one thing and be like, oh yeah, this is gonna that's what it's gonna be for me. So you go f- full blown into that. And then you get into it and you're like, this isn't right. This is actually isn't right. And that can be really, really shitty. You can start off thinking like this is what I'm gonna do. I love this, this is who I am. And then after a while you're like okay, so what's next? And then you go on to the next thing. And that can be really hard because people around you will think, no, 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 but like this was your first big thing. This is what you should be doing. This is like, why are you ignoring that? You know, people want to put you into one place. And I feel like for all of us that are in these subcategories, it's like, no, I don't have to stick to one thing. I can be many. I can master many, many things. Yeah, and I think what's important about it too is really understanding like how to nurture yourself. Because if you're just going around and being like, I'm this and I'm that and not really understanding it, you know, you have to be like, you know, you're a light worker and you now understand what parts of that you need to nurture for yourself in order for you to be happy. And that it's okay. It's okay to be different. That's one of the things that we are um, so strong at and why we always say, you know, what we care about is so different than other people is that we know that you can do as long as it's for the good, you can pretty much do anything you want. You can change it up. You can do it at any age. You don't need to be like, okay, you finished high school. Now you're going to a four-year. Then you do that. Then you're going to go get a serious job. After that, you get yourself a husband. Then you have the baby. Then you get the house. Then you get the car. And then before you know it, what do you know? Like You have this beautiful, successful life. And to us, we're like, that's not success that doesn't sound like success to me yeah it's empty and it sucks because from an outsider's perspective they may think god you're like a mess like you're all over the place and you don't have this and you don't have that how old are you and look where your life is at like what are you doing and I don't and I think of it like okay I may be like 28 earth years old but like bitch let me tell you I'm like 480 trillion years old I've been here 97 cycles like yeah that's another thing is like you just know like but it goes so much past this life and it's having a grander perspective than this life Mm -hmm. itself and I feel like what we really focus on is like our consciousness, our expanding that knowledge and learning about these unseen realms with other people. You know, you might say, well, yeah, you graduated in college and that's awesome. You have a great job. You have the house, blah, blah, blah. And good for you. But how is your soul? Yeah, exactly. How is your contentment? How is your heart? Could you say that you lived purposely? Well, not only that, but then once you get all those things, then what? And most of the time, these people, they get all those things, and then they get into, like, a depressed state because it's empty. Yeah, that's where you have, like, the midlife crises. Exactly. People getting divorced later in life. And and it's like, come on, how many times do we have to see the same cycle over and over and over again? Those things are not filling that hole because whether you like it or not, like your spirit inside, you are going to experience so many different things. And that little material object or these credentials really didn't change anything for no. your soul. Mm-mm. 
and that's like your purpose. So I see the same, I see the same problems with all these people that it's like, when are we going to get that? That's just not what is really important. Why do we have to figure it out the hard way? Absolutely. Well, but that's our, that's another thing. That's another purpose, I guess you could say is to like go through the mud. Well, think about it in this scale and maybe this will put it in perspective for you. How many times in your life cycle, your soul cycle, have you probably been that person where you got married and had kids and did all that? A thousand. Exactly. Think about that. You have to repeat that cycle over and over and over and over again until you figure it out. And, you know, to be honest, it does get to a point sometimes where people just keep saying that thing to you that then you feel like you have to do that. But then there comes that part of me, that starseed light worker, that's like, no, just because they say that's what you have to do. You mm-hmm. don't have to do it. That's not going to change anything for you. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, you know, it's like a toss up. It's hard for people that might um, resonate with any of these concepts. It's hard to be here. It's really hard. It's like you see things from a completely different perspective than everyone else around you. Mm-hmm. You seem like an outsider. Sometimes people might think you live in a fantasy world. You're just in your own little la-la land, or that's not what the real world is. That's like my, I just cannot stand that statement. People that are like, well, that's not reality. That kills me. (laughs) You have no idea what reality is, buddy. Yeah, you have no idea what reality is, and reality is what you make it. So that's why we're here. We don't like your reality, so we came here to switch it up. Exactly. And I think that's, you know, me and Brie are very blessed in a way to know each other because mm-hmm. I think that it's a really special thing that we both think this way and are able to bounce ideas off of each other and talk yeah. about these things and come to like conclusions and have debates. And don't get me wrong, me and Brie disagree about a lot of things, mm-hmm. but we do it in such a respectful way to each other because at the end of the day, we have the same goal. Yeah. And it's so nice to be able to just talk to somebody who understands where I'm coming from when I talk about how much. I hate earthly things. Yeah. When we're like, whatever, they want to go do that. And we're just over here in the corner like, that doesn't sound like fun. (laughs) People are like, don't you, you know, when are you going to have kids? And I'm like, why would I? First of all, neither one of us are ever having children, just an FYI. Let's throw that out there. That doesn't mean that if you want to have kids that that's wrong. No way, shape, or form. We're just saying that that's one of the ways in how we are very different from a lot of people because we don't place importance in their types of labels for what is right and what is wrong. Yeah, like my biggest thing is like when I tell people I don't want kids, they're like, oh, when you have them, it'll be different. And I'm like, what don't you understand about I don't want them. It's not like, yeah, if I had some, I'm sure I'd like them. They're my Hell children. Yeah. How would you hate it? You yeah. love it. But it's, it's just... It's not a priority to me. I don't like... A lot of people here on Earth, and there's nothing wrong with this, but they think that their purpose is to be like a mother and to raise someone. And you know what? That's a great purpose, and I'm sure it's very divine. And who knows? The person you're raising, they might cure cancer. I just don't have that capacity to want to mother someone that doesn't sound like what I want to do in this life cycle and it could be because maybe you have done it in a previous life cycle and so now in this life you know you're really just meant to focus on yourself and it's not it's not selfish in a selfish way it's not selfish yeah no it's more like to focus on your personal soul growth Mm -hmm. which is why I think all of these you know indigo rainbow wanderer starseed light worker everyone is just here really I think to put their soul and their consciousness and really their heart number one 
that's what I think. Yeah. Really, it's like no. Well, we came here to fill the the void in our soul. One, I, like not just that, but like a big purpose I think I have is definitely helping other people in a very different way than Bree does. Bree's definitely a light worker, and I'm more of a I don't even know how to put it, like a wise old genie. <laughs> wise old genie. Okay, like I'm Yoda, basically. That's what I would say. Yeah. Um, Your riddle talking grandma. Yeah, I'm very like riddle talking. I'm very like I answer questions with questions kind of thing. And like I genuinely feel that my purpose is like for people to ask me things and for me to put perspective on it. I don't like to give people answers when somebody asks me a question. Even at work, okay, so as you guys know, I work at a gun range, and someone will be like, oh, can I can I shoot this here? And instead of saying yes or no, I'll be like, well, is it legal in California? They'll be like, yeah. And I was like, well, then can you shoot it here? And they're like, yeah. No, like, well. yeah, <laughs> you answer your own questions. Like, I definitely, I, I, I don't have answers to give. I'll be the first person to say I don't have all the answers, but I definitely will give you more questions to put you in that right direction. And I, it's a big purpose in my life. A lot of people come to me with a lot of their bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's what I think everyone in this yeah. session, that's like our problem. That is. is people yeah. come to you and they dump their emotional garbage Yes, on absolutely. You. Absolutely. And they're but like, I fix think, us? Yeah, and I think that, honestly, that brings so much purpose to my life. Like, it drives my mom a little bit crazy. My mom's always like, why are you always so focused on other people's problems and not your own? And it's like, well, other people's a lot more easier for me to solve than my own. And it makes me feel so good when somebody comes to me and they're like oh my god this and I'm like oh wait step back look at it this way and they're like oh and I'm like yeah that makes me feel good that's like a you know something my my deep purpose that I have I feel like I'm here to help guide people in certain directions and and that's a, a big thing to me yeah I think we're both here to help people and like one thing with Jamie is she might come off as really aggressive and strong and masculine, but Jamie, number one, she does not put herself first. She puts everybody else first. You know, she, you are uh, almost like a mom in that perspective. Is you're very, like, nurturing. Yeah, my whole life, like, anyone who knows me, minus my family, because I don't think any of this of me, but, like... Um, I have always been everybody's mom. That's been yeah. something that's described to me my whole life. Like, even Brie growing up, I was that person in a corner, like, making sure everything was okay all the time. Like, I was letting everyone else enjoy their self, and I was, like, the puppet master in the corner. Like, okay, you go here, you go here. Okay, this is okay. All right, we're good. All right, let's continue. Right, so from an outsider's perspective that doesn't know you, they might just see that strong, aggressive side. But the but, people that take the time and people that actually spend time with you know that you genuinely put other people first. Well, I think that that's a lot. That's the indigo that I have in You're, like, know. caring and loving, and that might not come off right off the bat from an mm-hmm. outsider's perspective. But for me, I spend time with her. She's always been this way from as long as, you know, I can remember. As you've long as you always, can remember, yeah. yeah. You've always, like, wanted to take care and make sure that, you know, people are safe. And I, I remember I said to Josh once, poop, poop. Um, I was like, I've taken care of Brie this far. It's your turn now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you take this over. You continue. I'm like, I'm fine. I don't need anyone to take care of me, but... Of course she does. But still, it's the same. It's just, that's just how you are. And, you know, and so we're just cocktailed beings. Yeah, absolutely. And, and even you, you're, 
you used to be such a different person, but the person you are now is like, Brie is so concerned with like everybody's emotions and everybody's feelings and making sure everybody's very happy and safe and comfortable. And it's this incredible ability she has to kind of walk into a room and like smell out where a problem is and be like, okay, everyone, let's get along. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, but that's not, it's not a fun thing. There's one thing about, you know, the both of us being these different things is it's not a freaking cakewalk. No, not at all. It's more complicating. So definitely being extremely um, sensitive to energy can be very, very difficult. It's very emotionally draining. Yeah. You know, I can't always separate myself from other people, like their problems, or I think their problems, it's my problem to fix their problem, which is not healthier right in any way shape or form but again it's but we just, take it on yeah we do but it, again it's just it's knowing where there needs to be healing and we're both coming at it from different perspectives to help and change other people absolutely absolutely yeah and so um just to wrap this up also i just wanted to say um if you are more of the nuts and bolts side of the et world this might have been a total snooze for you But I will say that everything happens for a reason. You might have not heard these terms before, and maybe this is your first introduction to them. Sometimes it takes one instance for you to listen or hear something that you had no idea about and you didn't even think it mattered. And then all of a sudden it awakens something in you, and maybe from now here on out you'll think, am I an indigo? And you'll get these different clues, and then you'll start to really plug into that and then realize something. So maybe this was your first um, introduction, your first meet with these types of things because these people, these souls, these energies are real. And I think if you listen to this podcast at all, you're definitely one of those because all of us together, we're into different things than the everyday, my favorite word, everyday person. But, you know, we... We're into the unseen things or the questionable things, the secrets, the lies, and exposing that. Absolutely. That's really, I mean, I think all of us play a certain role, and we're all kind of a piece of those categories. Absolutely. And I highly suggest people, as always, go out and do research. Look into this yourself and figure out, you know, the different types that you could be. And uh, we'll definitely be talking more about these kind of things that it goes on because it's so ingrained inside of me and Brie. But we just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an introduction. Maybe just kind of perk your ears up a little bit and get you guys a little bit more interested interested in, in um, looking into it. Yeah, um, it's because it's, it's good to look at it from a that type of perspective because if you want to get into ETs and all that you really have to think then you know as far as incarnation goes it's like well could I be you know incarnated on that world too you can't just think of incarnation being on this planet it's it's everywhere in the oh, universe, yeah, universe or the, multi, the multiverses. So you can also be over there on that planet or in that dimension simultaneously. Like there's a possibility that like a different version of my soul is 
on a planet with just puppies right now, and that just sounds like heaven. Yeah, you could be the puppy mom. Maybe that's why you don't want any kids, because you're the puppy mom on the puppy planet, and I you love puppies freaking so birthed all the babies. All right, guys, so let's just wrap that up a little bit. We do want to uh, give a shout-out Oh yeah. to uh, somebody on Instagram, one of our friends. His Instagram is at BlueAlienMystic. He's a musician. Go ahead, check him out. He gave us a really cool shout-out. So cool. Listening to our podcast. And yeah. Super appreciate that. Thank you very much, hon. That's so nice of you. And he has a pretty cool page, too. Absolutely. If you listen to some of his jams, he's pretty he's pretty sweet. I like it. Get into it, guys. Yeah, so um, if anyone has their own stories to tell, you can email us at that one time I was abducted at gmail.com. Yeah, hit us up on Instagram at that one time I was abducted. DM us. Check us out on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, subscribe, rate, review. Spreaker, too. Spreaker. Yeah. Pretty much everywhere. So just hit us up, listen, let us know if anyone has any questions or anything that we forgot to mention that weekend and on next one. All right. We love you all and have a beautiful night, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So that's like pretty much what Ascension is about is us all like coming into play of our pretty much like our godliness and okay, so writing the whole like. So then why don't we touch on a little bit of what... How do I put this? That's way too confusing. I know. We just totally dived off, you know. You just went just a left turn and Jamie dropped the word God. I did. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's a frustrating subject to me, and me and Bree definitely like can talk back and forth about it. (laughs) We both have like valid points, and what's great about it is we both listen to what we have to say and we're like we don't knock each other. I do make like eye rolls at her and like I'm just like, all right. But I listen and I take it in. Every time. I do the same. I know. I think we're both right. I'm, me and Brie, me and Brie, honestly, we believe in so many of the same things, but just in different ways. That's why like, we say like, we're two sides of the coin. Like, we have come to so many conclusions together, but just coming at it from different angles and still coming to the same conclusion. Yeah. But we're just, in so many levels, we're the same, but we're so different. fucking different. Okay, even when we went on last Saturday and we ordered Mexican food, even the waiter was like, you guys are the same, but a little different. Yeah. You so, got this and you had it this way. You got the same thing. And I had, had it this way. way. And it's yeah. everything, like food, drinks. Drinks, it's everything. It's the same, just slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. So. Everywhere we go. Anyway. Jesus Christ. In a nutshell!